Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. So here's the idea. The idea around the lesson today is that how you meet current challenges will really determine how prepared you are for future challenges. And I remember when I was a kid uh, and I was studying religion, the, the way that this was often presented was God tests people. And you have to be prepared to pass the test. And I remember having a really difficult time with that. I've never liked to teach from the aspect of it's a test. And the reason for that is because the moment you go down the road of it's a test, you start to make it interpersonal uh, to the person who is <clears throat> either thinking about it or explaining it. And the reason why is it's like, well, is it really like, is, re is that really how the universe is set up that it's a test? And don't you think it's not fair to not tell me that it's a test and that if I pass the test, things will be better. If I don't pass the test, things will be worse, like that there's consequences for this. But when you think about it from a test, you have to realize in order to go down that road, you have to make it personal. So the lesson can become difficult at that place because there's so many different rabbit holes that we could go down when we start thinking that way. And it's very difficult to get out of them because they present solid logical arguments. I mean, there's there's been many discourse over the over you know millennia that that will present these challenges. So I think a better way to look at it is to look at life itself and the way the universe is set up based on the laws that there's either growth or death. There's no in between. And the modus operandi of the universe is more life. So if we're going to follow and understand the law of more life, it very much says this, that everything that you go through makes you stronger so that you not only can sustain more life, but you can add to life from more life. Not from a test, not from judgment, not from right or wrong, not from good or bad. Now, when you think of it the way that I'm explaining it, it makes a lot more sense. And you can start to see the, the amazing gifts that are in it. Here's the, here's the problem that most people face. When something happens to you that sucks, or that you perceive bad, or that's a challenge, or a setback, or a WTF moment, when those things happen, it does provide an opportunity. Now, very often, especially when there's some of the darkest things, people will always say, well, where's the good in this? You say the law of polarity exists, where's the good in this? Well, I don't know, I'm not the one that's experiencing it. I can only tell you from my perspective. I mean, I suppose if I sat down with you individually and helped you look at it, we could find the good in it because it's there. But we have to remember this. If you look at it from more of a God's eye view instead of like a bug's eye view, right? You know, God's eye view is like from 35,000 feet. You can see the bigger picture. A bug's down in the weeds. They can only see the next weed that's in front of them. 
But when we're in the thick of it, that's what it feels like. We're like in a bug's eye view. We have to pull ourselves back and get a bigger picture of the thing. So you have the problem that you're dealing with, but you also have all the truth that surrounds the problem. And that means this. Yeah, you have to deal with whatever the problem is. There's no question about that. And that could be painful. It could hurt. It could be grief. It could be sorrow. It could be anger. It could be resentment. It could be whatever it is that's coming up for you in those moments because of the problem. But if you ask yourself, if you remember, this is also positioning me to be stronger for the next big thing that comes. And if you remember that, it does something pretty magical, I think. It helps you more step into the positive attitude that you need to be in to work through and overcome the thing you are going through. When I started to really understand this, I looked back at my life and I realized that when I was a kid and I had a very unstable mother and family, that allowed me to be able to adapt to instability in my life very easily. Like when things are not stable, I'm fine. I don't have a problem with it. Steph went through the same thing. She had the same kind of family. You know, she, she's extremely calm under pressure. Those things don't shake us up. So it prepared us fantastically for business because every time something goes haywire, we're totally fine. doesn't bother us at all. I moved 21 times in 20 years when I was a kid. That, that, did, that taught me a lot of different things. One, I hated it when I was a kid because I was constantly making friends and then losing them. So it became a little bit difficult. You know, year after year, you have to lose your friends and then you have to make new friends. And you, you're moving to someplace else where you don't know the people, you don't know the culture, you don't know how people behave, you know, that type of thing. That prepared me for when I was in the armed services to be able to go to many different places and easily adapt to the differences in people wherever I went. And I saw people really struggle with that, especially when, when we went to Germany in 1986. It was extreme culture shock for most people. So the challenges that I had when I was in the armed services, because I met those challenges, it allowed me to be able to save my own life when I went through the dam. Because of what I learned in the army, I was able to think through that, that accident and not drown. Had I not gone through that, I probably wouldn't have been able to do it. I probably would have panicked, went into shock and died, but I was able to think through it. So, Here's like taking you all the way back from a childhood, all the little things that happen that are big when they're happening are preparing you for something that you're going to meet in the future that's bigger. It's like it gives you the foundation to start off of so that you're not completely crushed by it. The things that I learned when I was in the army about leadership, the little bit that I learned allowed me to be able to step into running a company a little bit later on when I got my crap together and lead a team of 40 guys for a long, many years and do very well in that company. And everything that I learned there prepared me for when I started my own business. As green as I was starting my own business. What the time that I went through uh, the snowstorm with Proctor and he challenged me to get home when everything was closed. 
to really practice the understanding of the law has taught me sustained focus on an end result, know your outcome. And that prepared me for the opportunity to be able to earn $5 million in three months and then have it all disappear overnight. The challenge of having all of that disappear overnight taught me a big lesson. Number one, how to get through it and turn it around, but what mistakes not to make next time. And I couldn't, you know, I intellectually knew the good when I lost that five million and it was embezzled. And I and I and I took responsibility for <laughs> not having attorneys really look at the contracts and give me a solid contract because I didn't want to pay for pay for it because it seemed like a simple contract. Yeah, it was simple, all right. Took everything, very simply. <laughs> that taught me to make sure that I had really good attorneys and that I paid for them and that I really kept a good focus on contracts moving forward and that they were tight. Because one Saturday morning in 2012, I woke up to the most disturbing email I think that I've ever received. And it was an attempt by a company to extort money from me and my company uh, that was supposedly being had and implemented by uh, a client that we had which was astounding to Steph and I because we were under the impression, well, not under the impression, this person had grown. They had made more money. They were succeeding based on, on what we were helping them with. And we were warned not to contact this client. There was no address for this company that was ex trying to extort the money. There was no phone number. It just said the person's name and then it said Panama. But it told us all the things that we needed to know that this was real. And they said, you have to pay back what the amount of money that she's paid you, which was tens of thousands of dollars. You only have a few days to do it, and every day that you don't, we're raising it by 10000 And on the final day, if you don't pay that bill, we are going to plaster your name all over the internet as being a phony and a fraud and a fake and all this stuff. And if you don't believe us, go look at all these other names of the people that we did it with. And we went and looked, and sure enough, they had done that all over the internet and some very prominent people too. So I immediately called up my friend, R. John Robbins, who was a client at the time and said, you know, danger, Will Robinson, we've got a situation here. We've got a situation. And he brought in an expert, uh, that another attorney who is an expert dealing with stuff like this. And we were like, we're not paying these bastards. We didn't do anything wrong. We could prove that we didn't do anything wrong. We have no idea why this person's doing this. And we're like, what are our options? And he's like, if we can't get them to back down, which they first tried to do, they tried to send some threatening lawyer talk to these people. And that the, these people basically told both of my attorneys to F off. I mean, they were playing real hardball. I used to do a, I used to do a, a program that ran uh, for a few years, it was called Destination 7. And I had a panel of people that I brought in to teach and Arjun was one of the people that taught in that program. And we used to do a whole session on uh, how important your client contracts were. And we would show, we would show these emails up on the screen, the whole series, the progression of what happened over a period of, of days, all the different threatening things that happened to really drum into people's heads how real stuff like this can actually be. And anyway, so we had to fly an attorney up to San Francisco 
to file a federal injunction to get these people to stop. And it was the filing of that federal injunction that actually got them to finally back off. So then they backed off, which was like, it was, it was a real cat and mouse game there for a while. It was a real game of chicken. Who was going to flinch first? And we just kept rolling the dice that they're going to back off. Now, the reason was, was because we had the, the, no matter what happened, we can legally prove that we were in the right. We were not in the wrong. Anyway, after they backed off, we found out it wasn't our client that did this. It was our client's boyfriend that did it because she was becoming so successful. He was getting threatened that she was going to leave. And instead of having a conversation with her about this, he blamed us for helping her become successful. So he decided he was going to take us down and she didn't know anything about it. She didn't know anything about it. It, it was the craziest damn story. But we made it through it and we learned a tremendous amount. How to stand up in the face of fear. Like when somebody's threatening to bring down everything that you've worked for, for 15 years or 12 years it was, 13 years it was at the time. You know, that's, it's scary. It's scary. It's like, what do I do? Do I pay? Do I pay so that I don't have to instantly have my income stop in a day? Right? So I could sit here for days and tell you about all the different challenges that we've, that we've had. But very often, Steph and I will talk about something that happens and, and we'll say, you know something? If it wasn't for this that happened five years ago, we would have never gotten through what's happened today. And she's 100% right when she says that because we don't always know the good in the thing that we're experiencing when we're experiencing it. But here's what we do know. It's preparing us for something bigger. That might come tomorrow. It might come five years from now. It might come 10 years from now. Steph had an experience a few days ago that was kind of rattling. And she was saying to me, I just kept thinking, like, why am I having this experience? Well, we know because there's something coming bigger. Now, that doesn't always feel good. But what feels good about it is that based on how you react or respond to whatever that is happening for you, will determine how well you're going to deal with the next thing that comes. Because it's the law of the universe. Every time, you know, what's, what's different with you folks than a lot of people is that you're consciously moving forward with your life. You're, just, you're not just getting in a train car with the rest of the world and seeing what destination we show up in. You're consciously choosing a route for yourself, which is a big deal. But when you do that, you're seeing the world in a very different way than most people see it. All you have to do is turn on the news and see how many people see the world from a victim position. When you see it from a creative position, I'm creating where I'm going. You still have a lot of the same problems other people do, but you sure do deal with them much differently. Because you can say, how do I become better because of this? How do I move through this better? And it prepares you for the next thing that's going to show up. Because if you want to live a magnificent dream, while it's interesting to look at it from the idea of being a test, 
life is very similar to something like the Lord of the Rings. Like those metaphors are very real. You know, there's always another dragon to be slain. There's always another challenge in order to get the ring. Very real, very real things. That's why stories uh, in our history are so important. And if you look at most of the stories, they all have the same common themes. The winning stories are always about overcoming the challenges that are presented to a person in life and then winning. But there's also a lot of difficulty in between. Never forget, you're making the choice to deal with those difficulties from a different place of consciousness. That's part of your journey. You have to remember that so that you don't fall into traditional thinking, like, why is this happening to me? Blame this person, blame that person. You're looking at it from, how do I grow from this? How do I become a better person? How do I accept more responsibility? How do I make different decisions in the future? What are the key points and elements in the things that are happening right now that I need to take away from this so that I can learn. Some people will be judged unfairly. Some people will have things taken away from them. Some people will lose things because an employee steals or, or tarnishes your name. There'll be things that happen. No question about it. You have to be prepared to say, I am prepared for this challenge. Also remember that when you're meeting a challenge fresh, okay, let's say, boom, we get off this teaching today, bam, a challenge hits you, right? You're already prepared for it. Something in your past prepared you for it. Remember that. Something in your past prepared you for it. The difference between you and other folks is that they don't look at challenges that way generally. They make them personal. They think about, why is this happening to me? Why is this person doing this thing to me? They get angry. They get addicted, indignant. They victimize. And that's not a good thing because it doesn't prepare you for the next challenge. If you stay conscious, though, what is my outcome? What do I have to do? What's most important now? You triage the problem. You'll get through any problem that, that comes down the pike. And if you've got a big vision, you have to have big problems. The other thing is this. If you look back at the problems that you had when you were, say, 5 or 10 or 15 years old, they pale in comparison to the problems that you have today. You look back, you let those things and you're like, man, those were a big deal when I was 5, 10, or 15. You know, they were the whole world, right? But when you look back at them from your consciousness today, you're like, that wasn't that bad. Those problems were actually easy compared to what I have now. Because we grow in maturity, but we also gain great perspective. We know ourselves better. We're able to stand for something. We know who we are. We know what we believe in. We know what's really true for us versus what other people think. Because I'll tell you what, entrepreneurs take a hell of a lot of heat from what other people think. The more that you know yourself, the more that you can stand up for what you believe in and still also be 
humble in it. Like there's always a possibility that you're wrong at some point. That's the great thing about a person that has the ability to think and they're not completely locked in everything. They're open to the idea that if they're wrong, they're wrong, but they're also humble about changing it if that's the case. But you know who you are. You know what you're prepared for and you know how to deal with it. But everything that's happening, everything that's happening in the moment is preparing you for the next big thing. Never forget that. The other thing is that the, the, the real the real gift may not show up for five or 10 years. Because you might say to yourself, okay, David, where's the law of polarity? Where's the gift in this horrific thing that I'm experiencing right now? Well, we, we don't know, but here's what I can guarantee you. If, you. if you grow through this, you're going to see the gifts repeat themselves because it will continue to give gifts over the years. Be flexible, be flexible. Don't take anything personally. The moment you take something personally, the enemy wins. That's it. It's never about you. It's always about what somebody else is experiencing and how they determine how they're going to deal with it. You're just you. That's it. No big deal. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.